Hello, my friend. If you are a returning friend, welcome back. And if you are a new friend and this is your first time listening to me, thank you. I'm honored. I'm honored that you've taken time out to listen because time is so valuable, you know. And I love podcasts. I listen to them in my car all the time. But sometimes I have to turn them off and just sit with God and, you know, just have some quiet time. I know our time is valuable. I know it is. So I just want to say thank you if you're listening to this. Now, I say that because... I guess I was trying to kind of remind you, like, it's okay not to listen to anything in your car. It's okay to just sit with God. I mean, it's more than okay. It's recommended. But I'm saying, if you are taking time to listen to this, I do appreciate it. Oh, gosh, I just totally rambled way too much. Okay. I'm Christina Smith-McCulley, and tonight we are going to be talking about heart motives. But first, before we jump into that, I want to invite you to be my friend. If you're on any of these social networks, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok, it is under Christina Smith McCulley. Um, all one word on Instagram and TikTok. Come and send me a message. Let me know if you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, friend request me. You know, I just, I want to be able to connect with you. Um, my closet currently is a mess because I'm doing a bunch of giveaways. Are you in my community, my uh, you know free community on Facebook? If not, you can go to christinasmithmcculley.com and it is the very first link. I'm doing all kind of giveaways. So my closet, I got stuff strung everywhere. Also, this is super exciting for me. Coming up starting January 1st, I am launching a support group or mentor group, or teaching group, or I don't even like to say group, community. In fact, it's called the Closet Committee. So this is for women who want to grow their walk with Christ, or want to get started. Like, I'm totally not discriminating if this, if you're new. I mean, I feel like that the Holy Spirit can reach anyone anywhere so it doesn't matter if you've been a christian for 20 years one year or not even at all you're welcome to join um i'm going to be doing live weekly teachings in there you get a text message of encouragement every day you're going to get weekly devotionals through your email that is only for that committee closet committee is what i'm calling it um there is a small fee of 19 dollars a month that is because i have things to pay for with it like the text message and services stuff ain't free the email service and i want you to be a little invested because i have learned that if i'm invested in something i'm more likely to show up um take it seriously and it's just you know a good way of kind of holding me accountable when I'm invested in something. I mean, I've said this before. If somebody gives me a free sample, I'm more than likely probably not going to try it. But yet, if I buy the sample, then I'm going to use it. You know what I mean? So, uh, the link will be in the ChristinaSmithMcCulley.com link page also. I'll put that in there. Um, it will. You will not be, a uh, payment will not come out until... January 1st and then every month thereafter you can cancel simply by emailing me at any time you're not locked into anything um I'm excited that's when I'm going to launch there will be of course daily encouragement and you know prayer requests you just get like I'm just going to pour a lot into this like I just feel like this is something that God's laid on my heart to do I'm excited about it and I'm looking forward to see what he's going to do in it you know I'm just believing he's going to change lives 
All right, so let's jump into this. Let me throw in my introduction and I will be right back. Woohoo! Well, hey y'all. Welcome to Closet Confessions with Christina's podcast, where we're going to talk about the hilarious, not-so-funny truths about the Christian walk. Some people are called to speak on stages, but the Lord has called me to share my heart from my closet. Hey, I'm Christina, mom of three, married to my high school sweetheart, multi-passionate entrepreneur who has struggled with insecurities, self-worth, depression, and all that fun stuff the world has to offer. But God... He continues to remind me he is not intimidated by my mess. And when I spend time with him, he reminds me who I am and whose I am. So if you're ready to laugh and you believe Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken, then come on into my closet so we can talk through this crazy life together. Okay, so you guys know I never really know what I'm going to talk about until Holy Spirit lays it on my heart. I really thought it was going to be, what did I write? Oh, so, oh, sorry, I know I skipped last Sunday. We had Thanksgiving at my granny's, and when I come home, I just can't. I kept telling myself, get up and make the podcast. I was so tired. So now I'm just like, you know what, I just need to get it done first thing in the morning. That way, there's no excuse, because the later it gets in the day, the more tireder we get, you know, and just start kind of laying around, getting lazy. And it doesn't take anything for me to come in my closet, but for some reason, you know. So, I thought this week's podcast was going to be on um, reaction. But this morning, Holy Spirit put on my heart something else. And I think it kind of came from seeing something on reality TV yesterday. You know, I'll be loving me some Real Housewives. So I was watching Real Housewives and one of the couples on there, I mean, I know you can fool anybody behind the camera, but they generally looked really happy. And I was, um, you know, thinking like they just seemed happy. And I'm sure they were like in my discernment, I feel like there was no fakeness there. But when I, I always Google like what they're doing after Real Housewives and so when I googled it, I saw that they had gotten divorced. And I was thinking, you know, that's how we do. We do. We look at people and we're like, oh, their life is perfect or, you know, they're perfect or whatever. And then we don't know what's going on behind the screen. Now, you're probably sitting here like judging that I'm saying anything about reality TV. And you're, you might be judging that you're like, oh, come on, Christina. Everybody knows that like that's not reality. But I'm talking about in general life. I know a couple that was in church every Sunday. I mean, they, you know, led different teams in church, led worship. I mean, put um, put Bible verses in their home, in their foundation of their home, and ended up he was not being faithful to her um, with someone in the church. And so we just don't ever know. Now, that brings me to a point I'm throwing out there here, too. Don't forget, humans are humans. They're not Jesus. And if we judge humans by if we judge Jesus by humans or by the church or by people hurting us we're just we're just doing a disservice to Jesus honestly because humans will fail you I tell people all the time you hang around me long enough I'm gonna fail you I'm gonna hurt your feelings I am human I am flawed I have made some huge huge mistakes in my life and we you know people expect so much out of humans we do I mean, I'm guilty of it. I've had people hurt me, and I'm like, oh my gosh, how could they ever do that? Forgetting that they're human, too. You know, that's, I mean, pastors, of course, have a responsibility to lead their flock. It says in the Bible, not everybody should be a pastor, not everybody should be a teacher. You are held to a higher accountability. With that being said, though, 
we tend to forget it doesn't take much to pull someone off track you know it doesn't take much ego or attention or desperation to pull someone off track and they are human that is not excusing it it's just saying that when we hold someone on a pedestal we're more than likely going to be disappointed at some point in our life and a lot of people judge Jesus by that and that just you know that kind of is what I want to talk about today but then again it's kind of not I don't know if it's a totally different podcast but um I'm just gonna throw this out here out there because it's been on my heart like it hurts my heart when I see a Christian and I I always want to say like someone proclaiming to be a Christian, but that kind of sounds judgmental. But someone who's, I guess, I mean, you could say it about me. She says she's a Christian. Like, you really can't see the motive of my heart, so you don't know for a fact. God does. But I say I'm a Christian. I identify as a Christian, okay? So someone who identifies as a Christian who says they're a Christian, and they're just so angry and mean and judgmental. And the holidays are bad about it. Oh, they're bad because you'll see people, you know, condemning you to hell for going trick-or-treating or putting up a Christmas tree and now with all the virus stuff and whether you're going to be um vaccinated or not I don't even know if I'm allowed am I allowed to say that on here I mean it's not like it's a bad word but for some reason people don't say that word I don't know it's weird I guess censorship but whether you're going to be va- I mean there's this girl I'm not worried that she's listening to me <laughs> she identifies as a Christian oh my word I'm not even kidding. Like, the amount of judgment and hate that she posts. I mean, I read a post by her yesterday that said um, about childhood cancer being connected to vaccines. And you can thank yourself if you gave your child childhood vaccines and they get cancer. And I was like, are you kidding me are you now that right there will sure make me want to know the god that she knows you know what i'm saying like that come on that right there okay so that leads me into tonight's topic what is the motive of our heart what what was the motive of that for her was it to draw people to christ It, it doesn't seem like it was it to spread fear maybe to me, it just sounds prideful. Honestly, I'm just going to tell you, it just sounds prideful. And sin, in the middle of sin is the word I. Not the word, I guess the letter I. Sin is anything apart from God that we aren't looking towards His will, His way, His, you know, wants and thoughts and all that. So pride, I is right in the middle of pride too. And I do believe that is the number one thing we have to check in our heart constantly. We have to constantly check where our ego is, where our pride is. And praise God, he looks at our heart. He looks. And he sees past some... I mean, he. I believe that our behavior is a reflection of insecurities, hurt, things that go on. Does that excuse it? Not necessarily. But he does see the motive. He does see the reason why. And I believe he can change anyone's heart. He can bl- He can bring anyone to conviction. He can show someone the motives of their heart if they're willing. If they're willing to ask him and to sit at his feet. You know, a lot of times we don't want to know. We do not want to know what is wrong with us because, oh, 
me what's wrong with me nothing's wrong with me i'm trying i'm doing the best i can no, 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 no. we don't want to sit at his feet and say okay what well, show me show me my heart god you know that takes a lot of i guess courage it takes a lot of um humility and this world's definitely lacking humility and don't get me wrong I, okay so i kind of get myself confused on this one not really confused but I know street preachers who um, preach, you know, the gospel and repentance, and I love listening to them, and they are preaching on the love of God, like, come to him, come to him. Um, The ones that scream or yell, you know, repent or burn in hell, I I don't know if that... (laughs) Okay, so one time I went to this um, judgment house in a church and you know the judgment house is like at at thanksgiving halloween where you walk through and there's always like two people two students usually and there's a car wreck and one and they both go before the judgment and one is sent to hell and one goes to heaven and you go to them rooms and you see hell and you see heaven which i'm gonna tell you i went one time i had to leave with kids because it was just not appropriate um they were touching and grabbing your feet and all that stuff so i met them at the end i met them in the heaven room (laughs) And then we went to the very end where you're in these chairs and they're asking, you know, do you know Christ? Do you know Christ? Raise your hand. right. And like, I'm not kidding. Like there was, let's say there was 10 of us. So let's say five of us knew who we were, knew where we were going. Y'all, I, I didn't like, I, I was like opening my eyes, like seeing who else put in their hand because you felt like if you, because they kept on and kept on and kept on. I know there's more. I know there's more. Put up your hand. I was like, do I raise my hand? Do I, I mean, I was very like, what do you do? And then then they, um, some went in the back, and then they put the big number on the screen. Okay, that's a thousand this week. Repented and saved. And I was like, really? 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 Because the fear, fear doesn't hold us somewhere, you know? The Bible says we are drawn to repentance by the love of God, by his grace and mercy. The fear doesn't hold you somewhere because look at children. I mean, my kids fear punishment and all that, but do they still do stuff to receive punishment? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the flesh is weak. And whenever we're drawn to something by fear, that just doesn't, that just won't hold. And if it does hold, Is the motive pure? I don't know. That's something I really, you know, I want your feedback on this podcast. I want to know what you think. Because I I love to hear, you know, different opinions. And God may give me a new outlook on something that you say. So let me know your feedback. But when people do stand, like, you know, outside of abortion clinics or, um, or, uh, Let's, let's say homosexuality venues or things like that people will hold up signs you know repent or burn in hell I don't, I don't know I don't know if that causes people to repent you know repentance means to change your mind about something to think as God thinks so if I don't go through with an action based on fear did my mind change did I think what God thinks did I? I don't know. I, I don't know. I think the better thing is loving. 
it's is loving. I mean, isn't that how G, you know, so as I was thinking about this week, I was thinking about whenever people, um, ones that identify as Christians are really angry and judgmental and mean and insulting and belittling with what their beliefs are as far as the shot holidays. I mean, any, any who you vote for. Oh my gosh. I mean, I've heard all kind of stuff on that, but I was thinking about that. I was like, okay, well, what did Jesus do? What did he do? You know, when he talked to the woman that was going to be stoned, he bent down and he said something that made everybody else leave. And then he spoke to her in love, in private. He said, you know, go and sin no more. He didn't scream at her and belittle her. He loved her. He, he showed her that we all sin. He showed her that by, by calling out the Pharisees. He showed her that we all fall short. And then he spoke to her in love. So he didn't belittle her. He didn't insult her. He didn't put her down. Okay, let's look at the woman at the well. He got, he went to her in private. He let his followers go on into town. He walked to that well in private to reach her and to love her. He didn't shame her. He didn't scream at her. He didn't belittle her. He didn't put fear into her. He loved her. If, if we're going to walk like Jesus, shouldn't the motive of our heart be God's motive, Jesus' motive to love people, to bring them in? With that, it's always about the motive. When we give, when we, let me tell you an example, okay? Two examples. First, about me. So, last night, I was wanting to make a TikTok, okay? Went and found all these pictures that uh, I like, you know, pretty pictures. Um, pictures dressed up, pictures makeup done, and all that good stuff. And then I was going to make one that said, like, Show yourself now and then show yourself when you're all dressed up. Of course, the now being a hot mess. And as I was like fixing to make it, but I ended up, um, I had to do a giveaway. So I come in the closet and went live on Facebook. Uh, and when I went back, I was like, I need to make that TikTok. And then, and then the motive was like, but why? But why? Do you need validation, Christina? Like, do you need attention? Do you... Now, let me throw this out here before you feel some kind of condemnation or something like that. I post pictures all the time and it's not for validation or attention. It's maybe because, oh, I got dressed up. Oh, I mean, it makes me, I like it. You know, I like it. But these were old pictures. These were old pictures I was going to get. So my motive wasn't like, oh, look at this new picture I put up. You know what I'm saying? And that is not to condemn you for posting a selfie or anything like that. You check with God. But for me, my motive wasn't to glorify him. It was to glorify self. He called me out. He, you know, he, he, he showed me. And so I didn't post it because I, I don't, you know, I, if I'd have posted it, would I be condemned to hell? No, I do not believe that. But it wouldn't have drawn me any closer to God. It wouldn't have, of, I don't, I don't know if next time I would have heard his conviction as clearly. You know what I'm saying? It's all the motive. Okay, here's another story. I used to listen to Joyce Meyer a lot, whether you feel about her or not, some people don't enjoy her she really helped me in the beginning of my walk um the beginning the battlefield of the mind was a great book that helped me do i think that sometimes fame and and fortune can pull people maybe to a different direction than they originally started out yes is that her i don't know i'm not i i don't really even watch her anymore i'm just saying in the beginning of my walk 
she really did help me. And she told a story one time that said she was at a nail salon. She had a really pretty Jesus rhinestone pin on. It's real, real pretty. And um, the woman next to her, it was only her and the nail lady. The nail lady was doing both of them back and forth, I guess. The lady next to her was a nurse. And she said, oh, I love your pin. She said, oh, I need something like that. I need to get something like that because um, some of my patients can't speak and you know, as I lean down to whisper to them, or, or maybe they're hard of hearing, I was like, they would see that pen, and, you know, I just, that would be a good way of me witnessing. And the Holy Spirit told Joyce Meyer, you need to give her that pen. And she's like, what? I love this pen. No, she, you need to give it to her. But I want you to wait. I want you to do it where nobody sees it. And she's like, well, that's not possible. Here's a nail person. Right then, the nail lady got up and left to go get more supplies in the back. She knew it was her time to give the lady the pen in silence or, you know, just her and the lady. But she, which this brings me back to the, this, this makes me think of the Proverbs, like we plan our steps or we, we make our, we make our plans, but God plans our steps, you know, or what is that? Is that a proverb? There's another, there's another saying, I don't think it's a proverb, like we plan our path, but God laughs at it, you know, like we make the decision. So she thought, no, now this nail lady needs to be witness to. She needs to see that. Christians love and Christians give, you know. So she waited till the nail lady came back. And then she said, I'm going to give you this pen. God told me to. Here you go. And she said she saw the awe on the nail lady's eyes like, oh, wow, you know. And then the, the woman said, thank you, thank you. So she was feeling kind of smugly. And, you know, she's sitting there getting her nails done. And the Holy Spirit said, well, I hope you enjoyed that reward because that would be the only one you get for that. And she was like, Oh, and here's the thing, Don, you know, we don't do things for rewards. The Bible says rewards are stored up in heaven, that we receive a jewel to place on the crown, to place at the cross of, of Jesus. So that's what I believe, you know, she was alluding to. I, I don't think that she was thinking, if I give this to this lady, I'm going to get a material award. Award. Yeah, that's the word. I thought I said it wrong. A lot of that, there's another motive right there. A lot of people think like that. I've been to a church that thinks like that. That if you give this, then, oh, you will. And they do it based on that. Now, does the Bible say to give with a cheerful heart? Yes. Does the Bible say that I'll give you abundantly, exceedingly more than you can ask? Yes. It's not just talking about material things. I was talking about, you know, our spiritual life and everything like that. So are we to give? Are we to give in our time or resources? Yes. With a cheerful heart? Yes. Do we do it to get something back? No. I try to make sure when I give that it is for the right motive, that it's because, God, you've blessed me. I want to make them smile. I want to tell them you told me to, to give you glory so that they know you're thinking about them. You know, a lot of times we just we just think we're alone and that nobody sees us. God sees us. God sees us. And sometimes when we give that person something, it, it, it reminds them, God saw you. God sees you. He loves you. He wants to communicate with you. So we have to make sure our motives are pure. I know I am rambling today, but I am just really passionate about this. <laughs> so um, let me uh, let me jump to some things I wrote down to maybe help us check our motive. Okay, um, hold on. Let me get in my book. I need a new journal because I'm having to skip pages all around here. All right. So we need to check the motive of our heart daily daily you know some of the motives can be to impress people 
to get validation. We don't need to impress nobody. We don't need validation. Jesus validated you on the cross. Maybe we do things to earn something from God. No, 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 no. Just the gift of his presence is the, is the most powerful gift we ever give. Anything else he gives is just icing on the cake, really. You know what I mean? You know how people get out there and pray loudly or speak in tongues very loudly? What's the motive of their heart? I'm not saying it's not to glorify God. It could be. Sometimes it could be to show off. You know, the Bible says not to let your right hand know what you're... The Bible also says don't get out there in the middle of the street and pray loudly so that you're so that everybody can hear it and be impressed with you. We just... You know, here's some things that I wrote down, kind of steps or whatever, to help us. Because I don't want anybody to be um, condemned or beating themselves up right now. Because let me tell y'all, queen of overthinker right here. And I have people that I that I love and respect and that I trust. And I'll reach out to them sometimes, especially if my hormones are raging, y'all. I'll reach out and I'll be like, and am I doing that to do, am I, you know, am I telling people happy birthday? Me and Colin sing a song, sing happy birthday songs for people. Am I doing that to get them to lie? She's like, whoa, you're thinking too deep here. Like you're overthinking. So I'm the queen of overthinker. So don't get yourself all up in a tizzy and beat yourself up. If you think that your motives have been wrong, okay, here's a new start. Let's start right now. You don't have, you can't go to the past. You can't change it. So let's just start from right now. We need to check our heart daily. We need, to, you know, because things can quickly turn selfish. Quickly, you know, I, I, you know, I, I know how it is to be away from God. I know how easy it is to get distracted. So I, I'm checking myself all the time. I'm just like, oh uh-uh, God, why am I doing this? What am I doing it for? What what's the motive? You know, because I I I don't want to be away from Him again. Not that He walked away, I walked away, but I don't want that again. So we need to check our heart daily, a lot during the day, especially if you're active on social media like myself. I have to check it all the time because uh, hello. I mean, it's easy to show off what you're doing or to like I said, want validation or want, you know, even when we put a rant on there, honestly, what is the motivation? It's validation. Even if I'm ranting about something, I just want people to say, "Ah, you're right. They're wrong. I mean, really, honestly. And he's called me out on that before. I had to take down rants. You know, if I'm putting on there, I mean, I'm not, listen, don't, don't think that every post is a brag. If you're sitting at the feet of God, you'll know when it is. You'll know. Don't go extreme and be like, oh my gosh, everything I've posted is bragging. Because I can get like that, y'all. My hormones be messing me up. Don't ever think it. Just stay connected to Him and He will show you. The Bible says, you know, in Psalms, examine my heart. If you're convicted about it, just repent. Thank Him and move on. Don't beat yourself up. The quicker you repent, the quicker you're here from next time on it. So just thank him for that. I thank him for his conviction. It, it draws me closer to him. We really should pray Psalms 26 too, where it says, Test me, Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and my mind. You know, it's tell, you know, show me, God. Show me. The Bible is like a mirror. And if we're not in the Word, then how do we know what's right and wrong? You know? Because... The world, the world has a counterfeit of everything the Bible says, but it's 
pointed to self instead of Jesus. Like, yeah, it's good to go give money and build homes, but it's pointed to look at me, look what I did. You know, like, I always think about that when celebrities do that. I hope their heart is pure. I hope that they are Christians. Some of the time, more than not, it's more, look at me. And I'm not saying it's a good act, but you know what? Jesus says all them, all them get burned up in the flames if they're not done for the glory of God. doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you were nice. Good. I'm glad because the world needs love, but... In the grand scheme of things, I'm talking about eternity. Eternity. You know, Second uh, Corinthians, no, First Corinthians 16, 14 says, Let everything you do be done in love. Love for the glory of God. You know, what is our motive for doing it? Is it to point to self or is it to point to God? So, you know, we, we should just pray like God examine me show me show me when he does repent confess it move on you'll hear from him I totally believe you'll hear from you know I tell people all the time it's a heart motive when your heart is pure he sees that so even if you make a mistake if you were seeking him in that guidance you were seeking him and let's say, let's say that you were seeking him um, to open a new business. You felt peaceful. You felt like that, that he was giving you the go-ahead, but you couldn't get a definite, like, yes or no. Because, you know, it's not yes or no. We don't know. But, you've, you know, you were seeking him. You laid it before him. Let's say that business didn't succeed. I do believe that because your heart was pure and you were seeking him, he'll, he'll, it'll be okay. He, maybe he has a different door for you. That you wouldn't have known unless you would. If we're seeking him, if our heart is pure, then trust that. Trust that. I know you got me, God, no matter what. I know you got me. You know, I mean, I trust you. I trust you. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much that we can come to you anytime. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did for us, making a way to the Father. Thank you that we can be in your presence, that we can talk to you and hear from you. And Father, I just ask that this week you just examine our hearts. Show us. I know you're so gentle. Help us to be attentive and pay attention to listen for that voice because I know you're gentle. You don't scream or holler or pressure. Holy Spirit, just you're so gentle. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for loving us in a way that humans won't and don't thank you for guiding us showing us just thank you for your presence so appreciative of it i love you so much and i'm so grateful for what you're doing in my life and the lives of the listeners you're just worthy of all of our praise worthy of every single bit of our praise god so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.